Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So we'll just call them Laser and Blazer. Well, we have we can say their names. So we have Jax and Lamarticus. Those are... Uh, I like Laser and Blazer better. I like Laser and Blazer. I was going to call them Ajax and Loser. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Whiskey and White Hills podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Matt. I'm Gus. Today is October the 10th. And it's National Happy Whatever Words Don't Offend You Day. <laughs> Some, there's just, anyway. There's a day. Episode 94. And as always, we want to thank our patrons. Thank you for the support. Thanks for chiming in. Thanks for helping us come up with segments. Thanks for helping us do stuff. Thanks for sending us stuff. Thanks for all the comments that we get. Appreciate you. And then we want to thank the Waypoint Network as well. And little did you know, Gus, all of our followers are uh, wildlife biologists. Can you go ahead and just can we get the can we get the fact of the week out of the way real quick? Yeah. I feel a rant coming on. There's a rant. Buckle up, folks. We were wrong. Okay, we're not always right. It the narwhal does not have. Oh Jesus! That's what this, <laughs> this is about. Yeah, the narwhal does not have. Uh, ivory. Okay, so the walrus was correct, which is what our guest said, the walrus. And I can't tell you how many messages and comments and just lovely reaches out. So I'm, in the, If you listen to the conversation, it was kind of said as like a joke. I don't, we weren't very serious about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And neither of us actually said it was the narwhal, but that's fine. And we're not. I'm not actually upset, but I'm going to go ahead and random fact of the week. The narwhal tusk is actually a tooth. It's just an elongated tooth. Some will have two teeth, but that's why they're offset because of that. And the outer layer is actually made of cement, which everybody thinks cement like concrete. No, humans have cement as well. And actually a lot of animals, when they copulate, their vagina will cement over. So that kind of cement. And then the inside is a core of dentine. So it's a giant tooth. And um, human cement's not the same. But it's used to detect temperature, water pressure, particle gradients, and motion. So the walrus is the other. 
North American animal with ivory. Fantastic. Just wanted to get that out of the way so you can stop telling me. And uh, I'm popping this bottle. Yeah, anytime you guys have complaints like that or, or confusion, you should definitely inundate the Instagram inbox with messages about it because Matt really likes reading them. Yeah. Because of all to the do free that. time that I have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the wife actually beat you all to it, so she listened faster. She was like, just so you know, you're about to get some shit for that. Well, you know what? Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Do you want uh, me to play this? What? What are you doing today? Oh, no. Oh, we we're, have we're a different. Just we're just gotcha. drinking. Okay. Gotcha. So today we're going to do a, f- I, I walked in and said, you know, it's a Buffalo Trace kind of day. When was the last time you had Buffalo Trace? Um, It's been a while. Yeah. Ironic, considering we were literally... Like across the like river, I hit a baseball and hit hit the distillery a couple yeah. days ago. They probably didn't have any for sale there, but <laughs> probably not. So we got a Forsberg's single barrel pick that I've had for a couple of years, or I think a couple of years. Pretty sure a couple of years. Yeah. That's so cool. with that out of the way, today we're going to talk about some walleye lead, some killer deer. That's right, killer deer. And um, I might show you that I've been practicing my duck call. Yeah. Just to get it out of the way. Okay. Because you told, because I was like, Gus, because you're practicing too. Mm-hmm. And you're not as, like, I don't care. You care. You don't want people to be like, you sound terrible. Well, I'm just admitting well, this is a, my second day. Yeah. This is my second day. So, so it's like, is that is that like drinking when I, uh, you ask an alcoholic how many beers they've had? I want only two, but it's actually been like, you've been practicing for like two weeks. <laughs> no, no, this is real. <laughs> I looked it up yesterday. Uh-huh. So yesterday, uh, I heard on it. the drive home, I was playing around. Yeah. And then. Um, it sounds like you picked like the most difficult thing to learn first. Yeah, I picked three. I have three things. Oh, okay. So cool. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna. So anyone that wants to learn how to duck call, apparently it's pretty easy. It just takes practice. So the the quack, um, ten, the number ten seems to work best for me. So okay. this is me saying the number ten in our whiskey and white tails, bourbon barrel duck calls. So that's ten, and okay. then if you go ticka 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 ticka, that's the mm-hmm. I guess the feeding one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, my favorite one, I don't know what call this is, but this is the other one. That's yep. my favorite call because that's roll the, your tongue. That's the easiest one yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hard for some people. Some people, like, naturally, they cannot roll their tongue or roll their R's. So. Well, the ticka ticka is really hard to get it quickly. I can do that one really well. Like, I can, it sounds. I can do that really well because of years of playing the saxophone. Ah, yeah. And, and you have that musical. Call those, those notes with mm-hmm. the, you do the same thing as well as p- playing the trombone. I was multi instrumented. All the, the, yeah, all the clarified butter instruments. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, good I, job, man. I like Day saying two. that because nobody, nobody would get it. The, the, my goal is not to be like, a show caller and yeah, yeah. I just want to be able to demonstrate the product. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. All. I got tired of that. People like, you call it. I'm like, yeah, I can't. Like, like, full disclosure, I'm not good at this, but I can make it make noise. Mm-hmm. And if you're any, if you're experienced at all, you can gauge how it sounds and then try it for yourself. Yeah. If you know so. what a duck sounds like, I, I think I got the quack down. Yeah. I screwed it up there. I think, you know, because there's a microphone in front that's of my okay. face, but Fair enough. in the truck, I'm pretty good with the quack. Yeah. It's just saying the number just 10. Comfortable 10, 10, 10. And then moving your hand a little bit. Yeah. It helps. Speaking of ducks, quack. Next weekend, October the 15th, from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., Good segue. we have the Seawee, their first time doing this, the Flyways of Seawee and Ducks Unlimited. We've partnered with them on some promotional pieces, and that's pretty exciting because we both love awesome. Seawee, and we had a great time this year. But they reached out personally and uh, wanted us to help promote, so we are doing that, and I'm excited to go. If you're interested in getting tickets, they're $125 
But what, do you, what do you get for $125? You get all you can eat, all you can drink from 7 to 11. Yes. Live music, dancing. If you like to dance, there's like entertainment. But also you can use code friends of seaweed and get $25 off your ticket. And it's and it goes to a good cause. Like the money, is, the money goes to uh, Ducks Unlimited, I believe. I don't uh, know. I didn't look that up. Oh, I thought I thought that's what it was for. Man, I'd imagine Seaweed's maybe making I'm maybe something. speaking out of my ass now, so I'm going to shut up. But you will get to meet or at least see the unveiling of this uh, upcoming 2023 years, um, Artist of the Year. Artist of the Year, yeah. but more also his the the painting. So each yep. year, Seaweed chooses a work of art that's sort of that is sort of their flagship piece. So you'll see it on a lot of their, their marketing and their flyers and all that kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure. Their tag, their entry, everything. Also, uh, it's like how many, Siwi is a huge deal. There's thousands of people that come to Siwi every year. Tens of thousands. And there's, and there's hundreds of, of very high quality artists that come and even smaller subset that get invited to. It takes over the entire town of Charleston. Yeah. There's not a, there's not a center or a conference room or a a banquet hall. That's not at some point being used, (laughs) whether it's something related to Siwi or one of the other companies that come in like, um, some of the safari clubs, and mm-hmm. some of the, they they all hold events. Doc Dogs is yeah. there. They do working dogs. They do sheep. They do all yeah. kinds of stuff. It's, There's a Range Rover driving experience you yeah. can do. That's it's all we, like and you can come hang out with us yeah. as well. It's early enough. We should see if we can get some. If, never mind. Table that idea. Don't ever forget and write yeah. a note. Write a note. So yeah, if you're bored next weekend, you want to come hang out. You can come hang out with us. We probably shouldn't have said that promo code, but. You know, I feel like how many people listen are close, local enough to come. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're driving here, if you're coming from out of town, then you deserve that $25 off ticket. Amen. So, um, the other thing I wanted to get into was this, and I'm sure we've all seen it, possibly, or at least you didn't know what was going on, but we're going to discuss it. So, this is a walleye tournament in Ohio, in the Lake Erie Fishing Tournament. And basically, the crowd is completely silent because they're watching these guys weigh in these fish that are the same size as the other fish that were then. So the, the number to beat was 16.89 pounds, and this team weighed in at 33.91 pounds with the same type of fish. That same number, same size. We got weights and fish. There we go. So the whole crowd was silent. This guy. So you can, well, I'm sure you've seen the video. This guy's name is Jason Fisher. He's the tournament director. Yeah. And he noticed in the Cleveland championship, these same guys won. And even though their fish looked to be the same size, they weighed a little bit more. And he was he was sketchy Skeptical about it. Skeptical about it, yeah. And so when they finally did this, uh, the two guys, Jacob Runyon and Chase Kaminsky, they're, uh, they, they brought in the same amount of fish, and they almost doubled the max weight. Had they had... Done 50 to 20 pounds, nobody would have noticed, but 33.91 pounds is yeah. what they rung in at. And these guys had weights inside of their fish. Yeah. Most of these tournaments have a, a set number. Like when you come in, your bag can only have X number of fish. And so the idea is that you catch as many, the biggest fish you can of within that number. So all day you're fishing, you get a bigger one, you look at what you got, you throw a small one out, keep the bigger one. It's supposed to help keep it fair. Uh, coming in almost double obviously had to raise some eyebrows, but the reason people are pissed is because they had already won. They've been doing it all like year. Tens of thousands of dollars this yeah. year. And these, you know, some of these people, this is how they put food on the table for yeah, their, for their families. Real and so coming in second and third, there's not as much money in that. And, and sponsors start to fall off potentially. I'm surprised that those dude did not end up hurt, to be honest with you. I think because there were so many cameras out, 
because I watched the whole thing. Most people just skip to the end, but the reason why it's important is because they weigh these. They were the last ones to go, but they weigh these fish in, and the crowd's like, "Hmm, yeah, that's." Odd. And then one guy, you can hear him. He goes, "No fucking way!" Yeah. And <laughs> so Jason Fisher, the tournament director, he actually he grew up in that area fishing for walleye. Yeah. So he he said that he knew that something was off because he picked up a fish that he knows is a four pound fish. He's caught him his whole life. Yeah, absolutely. And it weighed eight pounds. Mm. And he was like, "Hmm." So he let it go, but they ended up pulling these huge lead sinkers out of the guts of these fish. Yeah, on, uh, those look like offshore or they were like gigantic, a, some sort of dredging type, not dredging, but um, trolling. Yeah, like some sort of. I mean, they were the size of uh, like eggs. Like, yeah, but, but like two eggs put together. So the they said the way out of this in the future, they're probably gonna have to X-ray every fish, which is crazy. <laughs> that's gonna increase the cost of entry and, and the time that's gonna be spent. But the weigh-ins and boat checks in the beginning, so you will only be allowed to bring on the boat what you need to fish. So yeah. you, they will go through and rip all your stuff out of your boat. You're not going to be able to have it. But then you have guys that will hide stuff in the walls. But hopefully this this kind of like shocked and awed everyone. Well, I've, like, I'm I've, not going to try that. I recently saw a video. It's not related to this, but it just made me think about it. You, you said hiding stuff in the walls of the boat. Uh, is is uh, bass tournament, bass fishermen have been caught catching fish during practice. So it's not it's not uncommon to go out to a right. location and practice fish. You know, you find your locations, mark some stuff on a GPS. They weigh them down somewhere? No. Well, yes, they, they're catching whatever their target species is for that week, and they're submer- putting them in cages and submerging these cages oh, in boy. places and then going back out and either snagging that fish or releasing them and then fishing in that area to increase their chances of recatching them. Um, and there was a guy... It was on the camera, and he had found one and was pointing it out and trying to explain that this, this stuff happens. And it's like, well, so now are these guys going to, well, they're probably not going to be allowed to fish again for a very long time. But, you know, are other people going to just hide them, you know, pr- ahead of time? Right. You know, it's just cheating sucks, man. And it's because it ruins it for everybody. And it doesn't, it's just shitty for any sport, man. Well, it's, it's if, for, for a fact, and this is the only thing that really affects me because I don't compete in anything, but. Um, every once in a while, when I get a spare 40 minutes before dinner or something, wife's taking a shower, I got nothing to do. I will hop in and play Call of Duty. I, I never, like, we're talking once or twice a month. Yeah. But I enjoy my time that I get to spend doing it. And so they have these aim bots, and guys will jump in and two shots, and you're dead. And it's yeah. like, and it pisses me off. It's like, what is the point? What's the point? Like, if you want to do that, you know, maybe play with friends, and you all use aim bots, and then it's all about who sees who first. Sure. But when you're just playing with regular people, it's kind of annoying. It's like, well, you're not, what, who cares? Okay, cool. But you're cheating the whole time. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. No, it doesn't like, make any sense. What's the point of even, and there's it no racks up your numbers. And if you're trying to use those numbers to qualify for other tournaments or whatever, right. you're going to get exposed as soon as you get yep. into a tournament because they use additional software and things yep. to, to look for that kind of stuff. It's just, I don't know, man. It's a shame. It, it, um, yeah, I hate cheating. It drives me nuts. But yeah, so if you have seen that video and you didn't really understand what was going on, hopefully we clarified that up for you soon. What do you think? I heard this question posed, so, so I'll ask it to you because I didn't really hear what the audience is or didn't scroll through comments to see. But uh, do you know who Mike Iaconelli is? Yeah. Mike Iaconelli? Ike, um, Mike Ike. He asked his followers to chime in on what they thought the punishment should be. So the I th- Jason Fisher said that he is going to seek the maximum punishment. Whatever that is, that's yeah. what they're going after for the tournament. So right off the bat you would get fraudulent you know for uh, there but also stealing all these years that's larceny yeah so it could probably be grand larceny because i think it's 10,000 yeah Poof. that's tough man yeah i mean these guys will see jail time over a for fucking sure. fish bro can over you imagine fish. yeah or it's, a fish of some 40 cent I, weights i'm guessing they probably won't go to jail 
Because they're because I they're know, I don't know. I think everyone in the world is going to be like, yeah, you deserve a little jail time. It, but when you say jail time, like we're talking, they're oh, going to get a, they're going to get a you're going to get a two year sentence, and they're going to do three yeah, 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 three yeah, yeah, months, yeah. and it's going to yeah. be done if that. Yeah. yeah. Um. But that's what I mean, though. I I think they I think before jail time, I think they ought to they they should have to go back for let's say two years or, or as long as people can if they interview people as long as they can go back and. However far back they can go back and go, you know what? So I knew something was off then. So if it goes back two years, I think they should have to repay. Oh, for sure. Back they to, should definitely back to have the to organization, the hosting organization, or if the hosting organizations don't want to deal with it, put that money together, and they should be forced to donate that that sum of money to some I don't know youth or veteran fishing I'm program. Pretty sure they're going to have to give the money back. I mean, if you think about any sport where they get caught doping or yeah. whatever, like that, they have to give up everything. So I, this is really no different. It means fishing. It's a bunch of rednecks, as they then, say, but. Then I That's think the they should thing. be forced uh, to endure. Each of the each fisherman should have to bare knuckle box uh, willing participants who get to use those weights in their hands. Or you could pull <laughs> a Jeffrey Dahmer and you could cut their scalps off and pour acid on them and oh. it makes their hands twerk around. Okay. Yeah. There's that. You know Jeffrey Dahmer's dad taught him how to do that with with roadkill. Cut the skull cap off and then because that's why he started making all these sex robots. That's what he was doing. I haven't watched that show. I haven't either. I just read the book. That's weird. I didn't read a book. I'm lying. I read it somewhere. Weird. Yeah. So we should do that to them. Okay. <laughs> but if make them fish with acid on their brain. Jesus. Moving on. Yeah. That's pretty rough. We've covered a lot in 15 minutes. Jesus. Wow. We have. <laughs> let's take a let's take a sip break. What do you think about this Buffalo Trace here? This is the same Buffalo the Trace store same, pick we've been. Yeah. Same one. Forsbergs. It's, it's solid. Isn't that crazy, man. dude? It's a great pick. And it's Buffalo Trace, and it, we're only halfway through it. And I've had it for a year. Well, now. I think it's it's nice keeping it here in the in the in the studio. It's a good little uh, fallback. If you will. I think it tastes really good. This is the one that's got that spearmint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. There was um. Oh, we we're we're shadow banned again. For those that aren't aren't following that tally, it's uh, it's pretty common. You know. It's because Instagram doesn't like whiskey promotion or whiskey stuff, and they don't like hunting either. So yeah. when you do both, you're just double fooked. But um, it's been uh, it's been a fun battle dealing with that and getting the uh, so for people that wonder, we got the monetization thing last last month, and so we applied for it because why not? And uh, we were monetized for a full month, and I think and. I don't remember how many views it was, it was like 70,000 views or something. And we got a uh, hundred bucks. <laughs> so, yeah. Super nice. We're yeah. super paid influencers. Well, you're a paid influencer. Yep. You spend more time with her than I do. Hey, we got a check doing influencing, but now if you go to our monetization status, it says you are not eligible for monetizations. And so we were shadow banned because they changed the policy and said that alcohol cannot be the center focus of the video. Mm-hmm. So if you go through everything that we have reviewed, the hunting one, the, the Rocco's deer, that Henry Snipes video, they're all, um, they all have penalties against them. So we've been shadow banned for that, which is great. No interactions. Life, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's more important, but, um, I wanted to talk about, are you doing something? Um, so I am, I am multitasking like a son of a bitch. Uh, You're good. Today is Gavin, my oldest birthday. So nice. um, i got family coming in town and we're trying to coordinate all the stuff for his birthday today, uh, but while also getting stuff ready for Leah's birthday, who was tomorrow. Somehow I managed to have two kids with birthdays. What was nine months back. ago? February, July, Valentine's Day? I don't know. 
Maybe. Yeah. You big celebrator of Valentine's Day? March, April, May, June, July, August, it's close. October. January? It's close. I don't know. Uh, what's what holidays are in January? Martin Luther King Junior Day or something? Yeah. <laughs> President's Day. President's Day. <laughs> You guys get down and dirty on President's Day, huh? Super romantic, get you going. We love our forefathers. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we, I'm glad. We put up a picture of the founding fathers. That's that's why those pictures are in your bedroom. And we play the... I was like, man, he really likes Obama. We play the Star Spangled Banner and... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to talk about killer deer. Killer deer, as in deer killing humans. All right, let's do it. All right. So, you know what PFAS is? Uh, nope. Polyfluoroacyls. It's a substance that uh, they call the forever chemical. Okay. Because its persistence outlasts most things. So, it, it never goes away. Interesting. Um, and so, some states are issuing a do not eat order. That's not good. Yeah. Because uh, it will remain in your bloodstream forever. So, Maine was the first one to do it, but apparently, these plastic ish poisons. Somehow the deer are eating them up north, and they're getting them in their thing. It seems to be mostly affecting fish, and we know deer love to eat fish, so yeah. maybe maybe they're getting it from that. <sighs> oh, and that's that is a joke. But for those that don't know, deer don't just eat plants. Sometimes they'll eat birds. Yeah, there's other a, animal, they're, they'll U- eat whatever. University of Tennessee, University of Texas, or a, a university, I think, in one of those two states did a. Uh, I think we talked about it on this podcast. Uh, it's possible the deer that was eating human remains. Yeah, they'll yeah. eat whatever. They're hungry. Hangry. Um, so Maine was the first one to issue this uh, do not eat thing, but they started with the liver because all this stuff is processed in the liver. Uh-huh. So they were saying these chemicals are found in the liver of these deer, and if you eat the liver, then they're going to be in your body, and they cause cancer and a bunch of other things. Hmm. Um, but this Marionette County, which is 50 miles outside of Green Bay. but Interesting. It seems to be mostly a water issue. This was also a preliminary article. There's not a lot on it. It just came out this morning. So we need to research more and make sure it's not the COVID deer story that we debunked here on one of our episodes. Yeah, I mean, that. yeah, okay. Fascinating. I'm I'm curious to what industries are up near that area that might be polluting the water because we see the the plastics issue down here around Charleston with some of the plants. And um, I've heard people discuss, you know, Seafood uh, being inedible yeah. for 30, 40 years from now or whatever because well, of the amount of pollution and things that were, um, as well as potential radiation issues from from other things. You know, you remember the truck that caught on fire from the shrimp? I do. Yeah. yeah. That's a fascinating story. It's a real story. You can Google it. A guy was shrimping here in Charleston, put all these shrimp in a, uh, it's actually the place that it's at now, they're building. So it took them, they tried to build and they did soil samples and they were like, it's, Radioactive. It's yeah, disgusting. It's like 20 years. Um, yep. There's too much. Um, it wasn't radioactive, but there's something in it. Phos- phosphorus or. I don't know. There was what? a plant there and they were just dumping everything. Yeah. Generations. Whatever, whatever it was, it. Um, when and, and, The fish were eating it. The chem- the chemists can, can jump in and correct us later. But whichever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I need you guys to take off your wildlife biology hat and put on your chemistry hat. Thank you. Correct guys. us here. Um, whatever element it was when exposed to air catches fire. And there was yeah. a bunch of it. In the he had a bunch of shrimp and, and, and in the water, and a styrofoam cooler going over the Ravno Bridge, and it blew the lid off, and, and then the air caught on fire. Boom! Fucking, <laughs> can you imagine like shrimp. super stoked to get home? Your wife's yep. super excited. You got a, a cooler full of shrimp. You're gonna do a low country boil the next You're day. Like, Man, I love it so much. I can smell it cooking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, it's on fire. <laughs> um, yeah, yep. real cool. story. 
I don't know that it burned the truck down, but it did. It was a thing. It's you can wild, Google man. it. It's a real thing. But yeah, it's that's that's wild about these deer. I hope that doesn't become an issue down here because you know, as hunters, that's our big argument is you know we're making sure we provide clean ethical meat for our families. Yeah, it would suck to have that taken away. <laughs> um, oh man, how wild would that be if it's? Oh, never mind. It's a, I'm not getting that, not going down the rabbit hole, but there are certain. Um, industries and activists who like to push certain types of i'll just say it go what ahead if, what what if this push for production of like fake meats and beyond fa- meat factory farming oh we're uh, saying so that we're not hurting how do we say this correctly so we don't get sued i don't know no we, we got to say uh i already said it no we were supposed to say it. oh shit he's gonna get pissed who the lawyer um he keeps telling us he's like you can't say that all right uh in a fantasy world, what if, man, there was a specific term you're supposed to say. Uh, Whatever that term is, we're saying it right here. Okay, go ahead. Theoretically. Theor- yeah, theoretically. Yeah. Theoretically. What, what if that. there was an instance in a parallel universe? There we go. Not here. Yeah, this did not happen. So this happen. hasn't happened. It's yeah. probably not possible. But yeah. what if in a parallel universe, <laughs> unlike this one. <laughs> Ass covered. Ching. There was, um, th- there was a push for... Uh, sustainability which in, in meat production and there was a push for things that were like meat but not really meat uh, but then also people refused to hunt so there was a big push for factory farming and what if that and that those processes and those plants led to some sort of plastics or pollution that harmed the meat and inadvertently over the long term the long game forced hunters to not be able to eat, eat the, the game that yeah. they hunt and it Turn, and then you have, and then to we eat have to eat that other shit. Sustainable farming. What if this whole thing is it's a it's a long con? Could be. I mean, China. You know, it's like you see environmental, uh, you know, environmental terrorists that use, use you know purposely do things to sabotage certain the blue things hair or whatever. Whoops, all kinds of colors, man. Rainbows. Yeah. Um, can't probably say rainbows either, but anyways, can we move on? Yeah. <laughs> We can. Uh, so, yeah, if you live in Maine, uh, you might want to look that up, see if your deer are, uh, are getting you in trouble. And don't bring that shit down here because no, I don't, don't want to. shit in your state. I don't want to deal with it. I, I do want to take a it. second real quick yeah, uh, to thank the new listeners that have joined us from Bourbon on the Banks. We had several people stop by, meet us, introduce yeah. themselves, say they either listen to the podcast or I had a couple subscribe right in front of me. Um, so thank you for joining. We hope you're enjoying the, the – this is a little bit of a random episode. We're bouncing all over the place, but – this is what you get sometimes. Yeah. And for those that don't know, it bears worth saying, Gus and I are childhood best friends. We've known each other our whole lives. So the conversation that you're hearing here is what two best friends would have. And uh, we decided to start a company together several years ago. And that company turned into what is now Whiskey and Whitetails. And the podcast thing, we just always like doing it. So if you want to be a guest, you have a cool story to tell, reach out. And, you know, if our schedules can line up. We can make it happen. Maybe. Maybe. If you're extremely boring, please please don't. <laughs> We've had people in the past that get on, and then they're like, uh, so don't do that. Never done but, a podcast. What do I do? Yeah. You just talk. You to carry on a conversation. Crazy. Can you do that? Yeah. That's it. Some people can't. Respond. Um, but, yeah, thanks for joining us. It was great meeting all the people that we met at Bourbon on the, Beyond, Jesus, Bourbon on the Banks. Mm-hmm. I was about to say Beyond Meat. Getting close. We're getting there. Uh, Bourbon on the Banks. We we haven't talked about that since we've been back, huh? Nope. That's why I have it right here. Broken on the Banks recap. Well, let's let's do that. So Chris, our seven star liquors, Chris, Hatsis, Greek, not Jewish, <laughs> flew to Kentucky and met us at this Airbnb. 
And then uh, that day, I don't know, what did we do Friday? We, or we arrived Thursday. Yeah, we got there Thursday. We went and grabbed, uh, we just went and grabbed dinner at a yeah. uh, little, tiny little, like, it was weird. It was a decent little spot, but it was literally in the middle of nowhere. I don't remember. The, oh, the stave. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, called yeah. the Stave. The Stave, which is very cool. It was right by the Castle and Key Distillery. It's on the other side of the main road there. Yeah, but there's no, no, there's cell, no phone cell phone service yeah. out in the country. Um, it was cool, but the food was good. We met the chef and the sous chef and mm-hmm. uh, talked to them, had a great time. And we had a lot of great pours. Yeah, yeah. And Chris kept hooking us up, and we were like, stop it. Yeah, man, that guy is super nice, and we got to figure out a way to nice. – to, um, to pay him back, whether it's all at one time, I think or we're gonna o- make him over time. We'll, we'll make do him it. something. Yeah, we can do that. But we hung out with him pretty much the whole weekend. Then Saturday, no Friday. Friday, yeah, yeah. We went. I don't remember, dude. Oh, Friday morning we drove to uh, Mictors. Yeah, and we got we got to do the ball of your own, which was really cool. Uh, you can see the photo, videos of it on Instagram, Facebook, I meant to bring that box so you could take pictures. I forgot. Mm, yeah, it's all good. So we got to do that experience, which is cool. Basically, you come in. They had the US-1 Barrel Proof, which, as we've said before, the US-1 is my favorite uh, of the expression. Well, I guess they're all kind of... Are they all called US-1? I'm thinking of the... Anyway. Correct me. We had the Barrel Proof pour your own. So you come in. It's really cool. It's monitored. It's just, you know, super strict rules about how you do it, which yeah. is why they don't let a lot of people in. And it's a it's hard it's a hard to get experience. So if you want to do it, it's kind of you have to get there early and just ask. Yeah, you gotta just. It's one of those things where if you don't ask about it, they're not gonna really come out and. Yeah, you can't buy this because they ahead of time. Um, rather, yeah, they. We asked the lady, and you know she'll come in and on a week or a month and and know that she can do fifty of them. You know that week There's fifteen or fifteen <laughs> yeah. or zero, and yeah. it could be for days that it's like that. So they don't necessarily know what their availability is. So you kind of got to play it by ear, and and uh, and it helps if you know someone. So this is sure. one of those things where you uh, you flex your connections if possible, and don't flex us because uh, no, but yeah. So we got to do that, which was awesome, and then we just kind of hopped around a couple different distilleries, and then that night we went into town. They had like a. Burn on the Banks celebrations that night. Yeah. Like a yeah, was, carnival um, type deal, some fire playing people. What's it called? And, um, I don't remember. Bourbon Street on Broadway. Yeah. Bourbon Street on Broadway. It was super cool. Just kind of like hops store to store. You can drink on the street. And we ended up sitting at like the worst bar in town, apparently. Yeah. It, you know, in retrospect, the service wasn't super cool. Somebody, we asked somebody, uh, hey, where's the best place to eat right here? The guy was like, if you like chicken, you got to get this place's wings. And I was like, yeah, we'll crush some cool. wings. Cool. Crush some wings, have some drinks. Little did we know we were going to not only wait 30 minutes for it wings, but they were going to mess up the order, and it was going to take. And I, we don't complain ever. This, this no, But, but it, was for, pre- it was pretty bad. We're there damn near an hour and a half. Two, two three drinks in an hour and a half. Just yeah, because, they, they, because we couldn't date. Like, I, I had one drink. Um, I was driving, so I had one drink early, <clears throat> and then I switched to water. I didn't get my, my water refilled at all. That hour and a half. And I wasn't driving, so I was drinking heavy. I ended up going to the bar next door just to get a yeah, drink. Yeah, you were like, you were like I would leave for like 10, anxious, 15 minutes. Like, why can't I? It, it shouldn't yeah. have been that hard. Well, because if I'm drinking, I want to drink. I don't want to <laughs> have like a beer and then sit here for 30 minutes. I mean, but, it's unbelievable. But, but I've never waited that long. The, the frustrating beer. thing is it wasn't like you were asking for a hard-to-make cocktail. No, it was, it was right there in the cooler. a bottle of beer, please? There's a bottle of right beer there. right there. Can you open that for me? Like, I'll open it for you. If you One want. thing I noticed, <laughs> and not, not too surprising, if you've ever, if you've been out with Matt, um, more than once, I think you might have said something at some point that pissed her off. Oh, I mean, possible. Because I kept catching her look. She would look at your beer and ignore it, and then she would cut. Like she would, she cut you like a look, 
uh, when she would walk around the bar sometimes. And I don't remember what it was. I think it was whenever what's his name left and he left that tip. The guy that we met. Yeah. With the, the guy with that the said bike. don't tip them, they suck. I don't know. The guy the guy with the bike that you talked about at the end that was wearing the red. Oh uh, yeah. The guy all, he all left, colored up. And uh Chris had bought him a drink and he insisted on paying, so he just left a twenty dollar tip. And you made a joke about it being a strip club or whatever because it was folded long ways. Uh, and I think it that's pissed her probably off. Probably what it was. She got really like really he upset. He folded it like a strip club. Like well, you would it, fold a dollar to strip from, club. From that point forward is when the service uh. went downhill. And so I was sitting at the very it end of the It was already bad. Well, it was already it bad. Worse. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And then w- later, someone was like, why are you sit- Why are you hanging out in the bar with the worst bartenders in yeah. town? Yeah. And then we didn't really think about it until the next day, but like we should have asked them why they were because they were sitting there as well. But I think they were just looking for a place to sit down outside, yeah. which is what they were doing. Probably. Anyways, to make a long story short, that's what we did. Um, met some people and then we went back and uh, well, that day we went and set up. We had to set some stuff up. Yeah, we Friday. set everything yeah. up and then we, uh, we got to talk to a couple uh, got to talk to a couple personalities. Yeah. And then, so, <laughs> so we, and then, so yeah, so Saturday we got there early. We had a podcast with, uh, Seth from Brown Foreman, yep. which we talked about kind of the Cooperage and everything. He's the plant manager at the Cooperage there. So we got to talk about everything there in that episode. You can be looking forward to that episode. It's, it was a noisy place and it's an outdoor. Yeah. We're podcast, not sure when those so are going to come out because I have to spend some time some editing, um, doing some editing and, and working with some different plugins to, to try and, filter some of that out and clean it up a little bit, but, but even good then conversations there will be yeah. some noise, but yeah, Sim- great similar to the seaweed, the seaweed yeah. stuff that we did, except um, the wind wasn't flapping. Yeah. We don't have that to deal with. We'll have some background noise and occasional ro- road noise, but I think the conversation is good enough that yeah. people aren't going to really mind some that. Jake breaks here and there. <laughs> that was really annoying, but so that was good. And then we t- talked to Dr. Stringer from UK university, of Kentucky, yeah, forestry, not the forestry department. Yep. yep, and he's the one that kind of heads up the White Oak Initiative, which we learned a lot. We've been talking about the the, the White Oak shortage. Yeah. And um, I, you may disagree, but I, I don't think I'm too concerned about it anymore. Um, I mean, it is an issue. I guess I'm not concerned about it from the standpoint that there's a body of people and partners that are actively working to prevent the, the issue that could be. Well, I'm not concerned about it because it's going to happen. Because the things that have to happen in order for it not to happen, those aren't going to happen. So, so you don't think what I don't think what the White Oak Initiative is setting out to do is is nah, it's not going to do anything. I don't think. I mean, put yourself in their shoes. If you were the farmer and somebody came to you and they're like, "Hey, eighty-five years from now, no, that's going to be the last thing on my mind." Tell my kids to sell it in fifty years. Yeah, well, not everybody thinks like you. I know. I hope that they don't. But <laughs> you know, it turns out it's a way longer time frame than we thought. And um, I think that we will be in trouble. But you'll learn more on that podcast. I don't yeah. want to spoil it. Yeah. And then, I, have um, a, I have a more optimistic outlook. But let's say this all carefully. Oh, you go ahead and tell your. Well, no, we'll just let them listen. Let them listen. Let them decide. And okay. then we'll do. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, do yeah. a recap. That's fine. Um, and then we're going to say this very carefully. We met. We were interrupted during a podcast by. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about this. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to make it obvious. Oh, okay. But we were having a podcast before the show started, which opened at 2. This was about one fifteen. Mm-hmm. We were interrupted by a very angry person. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And to which, like we said, you know what, since you interrupted us, we'll just call it even. But she was mad that we were selling something that she was selling, which I find fascinating because how many tents there had whiskey at it? Yeah. Everybody, so everybody, you know, everybody's got a rye, everybody's got a weed, everybody's got a all corn, you know, bourbon, whiskey, you know, whatever. So uh, there, the fact that yeah. you were selling something we were selling or we were selling something, whoever, I don't care. Well, I'd like to, I'd like to it's know they had some stuff that they were selling that, that wasn't the similar, the same thing or similar thing to it ours. It was not the same. It's not even close. It's the same, not even the same finished product. No. Um, but if you walked down the uh, sort of the river walk there. There was another vendor selling very similar things to some right. of the other stuff she was sending. So I'm curious, did she? Did was she mad about that? Was she mad about or that? She just picked one product to be upset about. Either way, I think she thinks. She, I think she thinks in her world that she's got some sort of market on that and doesn't yeah. realize that she's one of a, a billion. And we've people been doing that are making it for it. over two years. Yeah, but it, it, you know, whatever. Good, good for her. I hope she does well. I'm not. I'm not spreading Same. hate. Just you know. Same. Good luck to you. That was mean. Was Outside nice. of that, everyone we talked to was awesome. Absolutely fantastic. We had a lot of great conversations. Met a lot of really awesome people. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I um, we did good in sales. We did really good in sales. Thanks to, and thank you for Chris for coming and helping us with yes. that while we were um, while we were recording stuff. Um, overall, it was a good experience. I think it was yeah. uh, it went well and it was cool to to meet a lot of people and it was cool to have people come up and go, "Hey, listen to you guys." Or, yep. Um, that kind of stuff's happening more often. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's pretty nifty, and we appreciate you listening. We're oh. very approachable. Yeah, you ever see always. us somewhere? And I was yeah, for everybody that said that I poured them drinks. We, we did some smoke wagon rye out there. If we were like, ever at an event, folks, there's a pile of bourbon somewhere. <laughs> you can bet your child's life. Yeah. On it. Yeah. You can bet your next kidney transplant on it. There is a bottle of bourbon or whiskey somewhere, and it is being shared. If you just know how to talk, it's and like be the nice. Freemasons. Just ask. Just ask, ask how to join. Yeah. And then you join, you're like, eh, that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Hopefully right. we'll be a little better than joining the Freemasons. You'll actually get something out of it. Where's the masks in the... <laughs> yeah. I thought you guys ran the world. Now we're just old men that eat steak. <laughs> Shout out to all the Freemasons out here. Ebb and flow. What's up? All right. Anyways. Um, uh, Snipers Unknown. That's right. That's coming up October too. 20th through the 23rd. We are very excited of that. Thank you for our sponsors. Let's start with the veteran charities that sponsor that. We got... Win Life Sucks Foundation, which, as you know, link bottom link in our link tree. Donate whenever you want. You can set up monthly recurring or lump sum. Camp Hero, Kentucky, as you know, we love Rocco and everything that he's doing down there in McKee in Jackson County, and we love going there and hunting. We got Dom Gatto Photography. Dom, we kind of discovered Dom. You hear that, Dom? We discovered you. And I was like, this guy's going to go somewhere because he has drive and he's good at photography. And I like the way he edits. He and wants so, it. Yeah, he wants from, to, he wants to succeed. From early on, he, he's, he's wanted it. <clears throat> and so we found him. He had like 400 followers. And I was like, Dom, let's roll. You're going to be our guy. We're going to post all your pictures. And, and, then, uh, and then he really worked and made a bunch of connections. And he's gotten in magazines and all this stuff all on his own. Yeah, yeah And yeah. just he's exploding. And he's getting ready to do something with Lance Kruger, which is really sick. Really? Oh, yeah. They're going down to um, – I don't think I can give the details, actually. Is it, is it what Lance posted, the thing yes, that you can but pay a to do? ranch. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. Um, so that's really cool. I'm glad that Lance – we've talked to Lance several times. I'm glad that he's yeah. and he's working sort with of, Dom and kind of like taking him under his wing. Yeah, I was going to say, I know Dom has, has reached out to him. and Well, historically, um, Lance is a tough guy to please. Yes. Yeah. I've 
um, we've had some conversations with him and, and he um, gets very opinionated. Well, and that's fine. People, you know, when, when you're as good as, as you are at what you do, you can do that. Uh, but wildlife photography as a business, trying to sell those things is is hard. It's a tough business. And he's, we've had some conversations with him and he's made that very clear that you may take 10,000 photos one year and edit and send them out and you may only sell a handful you know, yeah. and you may not get what you think you, you know, you deserve for them. It's, and it's, you got to, well, we can go ahead and just give it cause we don't sell photography. That's not our lane, No, but I'll give you the, the thing. If you are an aspiring photographer, when you start reaching out to companies and saying, Hey, I have this photo, you should put it in and they take it. Good. Congratulations. However, they're going to reach out and go, Hey, I need a photo of a deer with slight snow on the ground at dusk with a, with a doe in the background, a big rack. What do you have? And then you go, I don't have that. And they will never call you again. On to the next one. So you should not try and drum up. You shouldn't try and make these relationships until you have a hefty library of yeah, photography. Yeah, you need a good portfolio More than a year that of you, photos. Can, you can pull from. Um, at least have enough of a portfolio so that you can say, hey, look, I don't have exactly that, but how about this? This is close. How about this midday? Yeah. You know, you know and it's it, to, to be able to have those conversations. Otherwise, if all you have is just what you took this year and yeah. you're still working on editing it and you're not ready to send it, you're going to miss that opportunity because they have deadlines to meet for publishing and they're going to move on to the next person. And anyone that's ever shot or photographed a deer, you know how hard you can't just go out there and get what somebody wants. It's, it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, so that, how do we even get on this topic? Oh, we're talking sponsors. about sponsors. <laughs> and if you're new to the podcast, yep. welcome. That was one of our many we do that a lot. rabbit holes. Could we you do. imagine if we smoked weed? I Where we'd end up at the end of a podcast, we would be all over the place. There's no way we'd even be able to have a conversation. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe one day when we retire, we can try that out. Dude, I don't know. It makes me paranoid. But anyway, um, <laughs> Dom got a... For, yeah, and then Gum Monkey's Armory. Yeah. Everything you need there in the Maryland, D.C. area. They have Gum You can shop at gum, shop.gummonkeysarmory.com. And great guys, you can go up there, and I think that there's a whiskey and white sales code that gives you some money off. I think it's just whiskey. Well. I think it's whiskey. It's like is it? Yeah, code whiskey. You're right. It's ten or twenty percent off, something like that. It's something yep. off. Yep. It's something. And then one nation, one nation coffee, John. Uh, I don't know if Phil's still there, but John for sure. Thanks for supporting us. We appreciate it. And then we have our two snipers, and I was I was asked to not accolade them. Because of their line of work, so I won't. So we'll just call them Laser and Blazer. Well, we have we can say their names. So we have Jax and Lamarticus. Those are... Uh, I like Laser and Blazer better. I like Laser and Blazer. I was going to call them Ajax and Loser. <laughs> <laughs> but Lamarticus uh, sent some footage, and I made a quick reel just to kind of promote and thank all the sponsors, and that's up there. But this is, again, it's October 20th through 23rd, Snipers Unknown. It's at the Clinton House in South Carolina. And it's something that we look forward to every year because it gives us a chance to kind of get back to our roots of the killing people with, with guns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, the reel that you did for of uh, Lamar Take Us yep. was like, what, a minute long? 32 seconds 30 or something. Seconds. Did you, like, you cut out like five minutes of just, like, videos of him, like, flexing and shit. That's, didn't that's you? all it was. And I had yeah. to crop them all because I told him, I said, if you do this without a shirt on, we're going to have problems. I was like, actually, put a long sleeve shirt on. Yeah. You know how he is, dude. He, he He's like, well, I'll just use my bicep to rest the rifle. And I'm like, dude, use a bag. That's why he threw the bag down like that because he's yeah, like, he's, he's, mad. he's just being a dick. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He's, he he only wants to shoot off of his bicep, which I, I get. I mean, they're they're decently big. I've seen bigger, but they're decently big. Uh, they're all right. Yeah. 
I think he's probably got three years into him. Once once he really pays attention and focuses. Well, when he decides to take his like physical fitness serious, yeah. and and actually put some effort into it, I think you'll see you'll a, see a leaps different, and bounce. Yeah, you'll see a whole different person. I was like, dude, and you ever heard actually, of creatine? He's like, no, nah, bro, chicken and eggs. And then I'm he like, may, you know, when when he decides to take his physical fitness seriously, I think we'll see his competition shooting. Improve I think so better too. than 16th place. I think so too. Maybe he'll be better than Jax this year. Maybe. I doubt it. Jax doesn't even have to practice. Jax is just really good. Larry, I feel bad put, for him. He's got that thing with his brain, so he's got it's an uphill battle. And yeah. He's just got to struggle and it's, grind. It's and, tough. But, I mean, I get it, and I appreciate the hard work. It's been a long time since 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 we were able to do it, but I was glad we were able to get that make-a-wish for him. Me too. Me too. Um, you see Jax just posts, posts pictures of, like, playing the guitar. Yeah. But then he gets on the range and just slays, man. Yeah. Unbelievable. something else. He's fast. He's super fast. Did you see all the drops Larry did trying to pull the slide back, his hands slipping off. Slipping all over the place. Butterfingers. Yeah. Like, I'm like, but that's why he's practicing. Put some gloves know? on or something. I don't know. That's why he's practicing. I think he'll be all right. I'm glad he doesn't listen because he probably, his heart would be broken right now. Yeah, he'll be fine. And you can call me now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. Uh, Are we doing anything other than sponsoring? Are we doing a class or a get-together? Like yeah. Social? Uh, so I, I'm going to work and what Friday. Day? I'm going to help set up on Friday. Okay. I know you won't be there till Saturday. Yeah, um, I believe Saturday. we're going to do another bottle share social deal. Those guys are not interested in, in a quiet whiskey class. You know, they're they're yeah, killers. They got it. They're not, that's one thing I was talking to him. I was like, you know, we really th- we told the guys to at least do better than half. Yeah. And they did one Less than better than half, which is fine. And it seems almost like they did that shit on purpose. I think they did. But this year, they're going to crush. They also, they had some stuff against them last year. They didn't realize some of the rules, which yeah, is yeah. fine. Some of it, the, it is snipers that unknown. Is, you that don't is know. part of the deal. Yeah. And so we're not upset at all. We had a great time. We loved it. And we're so thankful that, that they're doing it. Yeah. Um, their salaries are, we might do a $10,000 pay bump this year. No, that's good for them. Which would, maybe we'll do a $10 pay bump. Yeah, we'll do a $10 pay bill. $10,000. I'd like $10,000. No shit. Um, but yeah, we're probably going to do that. And then I got us a room. So it's $55 a night. There's two beds and a private bath. All right. Works for me. Yeah. Just need a place to sleep for the night. Yeah, no big deal. Um, but yeah, we're doing that. We'll probably do a class. Oh, that was what I was telling him. Is, and he was like, he was like, yeah, people sleep on this competition, but you have to, you have to really consider the fact that the guys that are there, if you're that good at sniping, you probably did it for a career. Yeah. He's like, those guys, there's a lot of dead bodies underneath the people that are there. <laughs> and I was like, shit, man. <laughs> you, you imagine if they, we just stacked, like, mannequins yeah. for every one of that, all the snipers there yeah, were not, responsible for? Like, even if we took their their confirmed kills, I bet you it's, it's huge. But even they're, like, bullshit stories. Yeah. And it ranges from... But I never thought about that. I mean, we're standing next to a bunch of dudes that have killed a lot of people for this country. Yeah. Pretty cool, and, if and these, people are like, why are they involved in the sniper competition? And look, and these now, are you know these are these are the kind of guys that look down a scope and like and canoe someone's head, yeah, and then sit up and go back to eating their cereal like it's right. no fucking big deal. Not a big deal. Doesn't bother them at all. All right, now it's time for our new favorite segment that was brought to us by a patron. Yeah, let's go ahead and clean these out because this is actually really good. Yeah, I saw the date on that, and I don't want to taint it with anything nope, else. You just ruin just, that. I'll water, let you pour water your the desk. So yeah, this is a new segment that we uh, put up to Patreon to figure out a name for it, and they did it quickly, really fast actually. So um, if you haven't heard it yet, not surprisingly fast actually, given the uh, they're fast guys. So if you haven't heard it yet, this is our new segment. Just the sip. Yeah, just the sip. So basically, what we do is we get samples in the mail. And we're just going to do one sip and do a quick review of it. No big deal. So this is a Willet 
eight year from 1968. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty badass sample. It, it's a full ounce too, so that's pretty exciting. But this came to us from Ryan Allen. Thanks, Ryan. You're the man. Yep, thank you, sir. Since I secured it, I'm going to grab that. That's pretty, pretty fair. Pretty, pretty close, even. Pretty close. Good job. All right, so I'm going to give it a nostril. Wow. It smells old. All right, just a sip. Wow, super floral. Man, that's like, uh, it's like creamy and very airy almost. It's like creamy and airy at the same time. Floral as hell, but there's a lot of like mint spices kind of on it. It's very good. I would drink that again. I'm not sure what to say. Yeah. it. Uh, there's, I've never had anything taste like that. What's the proof on this? I don't know. Not, I don't know. Because I saw 1968, and I was like, 196.8? I was like, that's not possible. Like, oh, it's 1968. And I Googled it. Was yeah. Will it even around in 1968? <laughs> well, it's got a sweet sort of butterscotch thing right on the yeah. tongue, right up front. But then, like you said, it when you swallow it, it almost feels like it lifts off your tongue. Yeah. This is going to sound it's super like weird. Yeah, it feels it's super light. Light. But then you have, along with the lightness, you've got this, like you said, floral. It's... um. I don't know how to describe it, man. It's, I don't either. It's not in a bad way. I've it's, never had anything taste like that. It's really it's good. It's really good. Yeah. So, cool. Well, uh, hit it again just so we can uh, play it out. Thanks, Ryan, for... the sip. Yeah. Great. All right. What are you doing this weekend? Man, I'm, I'm, I'm covered up with family and, uh, and birthday parties, man. Uh, Gavin's 16 today. Um, not much on a birthday party, but we're going out to eat. He every year he like he wants to go to Texas Roadhouse, so we go to Texas Roadhouse. Hey, my thing him, was Olive Garden. Yeah, I loved Olive he gets Garden. himself a steak or whatever he wants. So we're going to take the family and, and some of the uh, extended family out to eat tonight, and then um, he wants to do an escape room. We're trying to figure out. He wants yeah. to bring some friends. So I haven't figured out how we're going to do that yet. And then tomorrow is my youngest birthday. Right. She's got a birthday party at this place called Busy Bee. Okay. Um, here in town, so we're going to be doing that. And then um, Sunday, catching up on on products, and then we're doing Monday. We talk about that. We're doing the yep. day market. Doing the day market on Monday. So that's kind of, that's that's it I'm doing. I might try and hunt Sunday evening. I haven't yep. done that yet. Weather's cooling off in the evenings. Um, as I've gotten older, my desire to hunt in this Charleston area, no. humidity in August and September is drastically yeah been reduced i haven't ho- i think i hunted opening day last year did not hunt opening day this year no i didn't either i haven't even been to the hunt club yet. i haven't either i've i need i haven't even i didn't even get out there this summer to to 10 stands yeah i would go with you sunday but i'll get to what i'm doing sunday yeah but this weekend I, it's a uh we're it's the first only free weekend we've got in october so i'm taking the wife out for her birthday and anniversary which is a couple weeks early yep uh, well it's her birthday our anniversary and uh we got married in 2009 so this is sure did 20, 85 years, I think, something like that. But we're going to um, the lawyer. Actually, I had an Airbnb in St. Simon's, and right. I went down there to hunt with the lawyer, and he was like, fuck that, cancel it. That's yeah. too much. You know, just send me what you think's fair. And I was like, dude, I hate that. Because lawyer like, Send me what's, what's fair. I don't know what's fair. And he was like, I don't know, 200 bucks. I was like, for the whole weekend? So I sent him 250 because I'm a big spender. And um, 
So we're going to go down there and just kind of have fun. We're going to go. One of the best burgers I've ever had in my life was in that town. No shit. I'm going to make you go there one day if you like smash burgers. I love smash Money. burgers. It's the best one I've ever had. Really? Uh, which is wild. It's my favorite kind of burger. Same. It's just hard to find them. A it's good so one anywhere. Good. Have you, well, have you been to the one next to Godfather? Coney Island? No. Coney Island is a bang. It's really? Burger. Yeah. Well, Man. this one's better. And it's bigger. It's Godfather and a good burger spot next to it? Yeah. It's I'm a good spot. Make my way out of And Parks there's food on Sproul's right there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they have bre- good breakfast. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we're going to do that, hang out for the weekend. Not really a lot planned. Just going to kind of chill. I'm going to bring a bunch of good bourbon. The wife likes bourbon as well. Might smoke a couple cigars. But Sunday, 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 I'm going to see Burt Kreischer. Oh, you are? Yeah. You, good for you, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. I was you know, The reason I wanted to do it was because I, I know that he says, like, hey, I'm going to this bar afterwards. Let's go oh, get yeah. shit-faced. And, and so I was like, we're going to drink with Burt Kreischer. Which I want to see if he can actually drink as good as everybody. It's in thinks. North Charleston, right? Yeah, but then I, Andy reminded me it's sober October, oh, so he won't be drinking. Do you think he'll stick with it, or do you think it's a facade? I don't know, We're gonna dude. find out. We're gonna find out because if if he, uh, I bet you he goes straight to the tour bus and doesn't. I bet you he doesn't as well. I think that he probably would hold, but I I, I mean, I don't know. It's a long a month. It's a long time not to drink for him. I think. Yeah, we'll see. He's done it before, but I'm excited for that. That's so, cool, man. We're also taking the golf cart where we're going as a golf cart community. Yeah, yeah. So you know how tall my truck is, and so I'm getting uh, so, so today <laughs> I go home. I'm gonna see if I can figure out how to get my golf cart into the bed of my truck. Can you please? I'm gonna video. T- it. Okay, please put yeah. a time lapse on so I can yep. watch you stand there for an hour, scratching your head, looking at the bed of the truck it. and the golf cart. Well, I, I figured it out. So <laughs> I went to Harbor Freight. They have 80 inch ramps, which are not that long. I yeah. need like 20 feet ramps because yeah, yeah. how tall my truck is. Um, but I got you know those ramps you pull up on when you do an oil change, right? Huh? So I'm going to pull up on those ramps, pull the truck up on those ramps, okay. which will bring the back end angled down. Will they hold your truck? It says 10,000 pounds per, er, yeah, it says 6,500 pounds per ramp. Okay. And my truck weight is a three-quarter ton truck, so that's twelve. That's 13,000 pounds. I would hope it would hold it. Okay. We'll find out. Yeah, it will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> and, but, yeah, so I'm going to pull the truck up on the ramps and then put the ramps on the bed and ratchet strap them so they don't fall off. And then if the angle, if the attack is too steep, I'm just gonna I'm gonna ditch the effort. But if I think I can make it, I'm gonna try. You're gonna send it, huh? Yeah. I watched a guy put a, a he had a. I got hard, insurance on it, so it's not a big deal. A hard cover on the top of his bed, and he put a four wheeler. I've like, seen that sideways with a ramp from the side. I've seen that. But your golf cart doesn't have it that much torque, no. or, or that's the problem yeah. is the torque. Which it, the golf cart is upgraded, so it, it will it does have more torque than average, but it's on off torque like. I got to be in the pedal. Luckily, the tires stick out further than the front bumper. So when I slam into the back of my truck, <laughs> it'll just be tires. Oh, that's good. The only other thing I'm worried about is I won't be able to close the bed of the truck. So I am slightly concerned mm. about it. But I, I think I can ratchet strap it in. I'm not really. We'll see. I'm not going to do it if it's weird. Well, good luck. Yeah, good luck. That's, that's all, all I can do. That's all I got for you. That's all I can say as well. And with cool. that, well, I had a topic to talk yeah. about, but it is not, uh, it is longer than eight minutes worth. So we'll save it. Um, yeah, I'll leave definitely it, save it, leave it in here for the next episode, and uh, we'll cover that another time for sure. Just for, I mean, we can, I can tell you what it's about. It's about hunting food plots and how maybe you shouldn't. So we'll talk about that yeah, another time. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I have a great conversation for that as well. Because awesome. we have, um, well, a lot are... of the stuff they talk about in here uh, was like, ah, I knew that. Yeah, I knew that not because I I studied it, but because I've lived it. For well, I haven't read it, but <laughs> the the thing Matt Livingston always told us. We'll get we'll get into it. Yeah, that. let's get to it another time. But but yeah, yeah. Um, 
so yeah, it's going to be a busy week. And then Monday we are working the day market. So if you're hearing this episode today. Oh, and next week's a golf tournament. That's right. Next Thursday, Thursday. is the so we're gonna One Nation Foundation a, Golf Tournament. Yeah. A we'll day be there all day. Hoard some other day. Yeah. Figure it out. Or we just record on our phones at the tournament. Just get shit. We do 20 minutes. Yeah. Five minutes at each hole. No. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out. But yeah, the golf tournament and that that goes to support One Nation Foundation. We paid for a team, and I think we're we are donating some product. And then if they want us to give a class, we have offered that as well. Yep. And our team's gonna be pretty good, except for you and I. For except for you and I, I yeah. hope whoever we're playing with understands that we are. They know. Just, we have we have two monsters on our team. We are there just to fill the four, the four spots that are yeah, needed. Like I, I'm gonna swing a golf club, and I'm gonna I might go a day or two ahead of time. Probably not going to have time. I'll I'm probably not. show up early and putt on the putting green. That's it. Oh, I'm good at putting. And then maybe hit a bucket of balls in the range, loosen things up a bit, and just see just how bad I'm going to embarrass myself so that I can mentally prepare for it. I'm, I'm not good, so I'm not even going to try to do anything. I'm just going to show up and, and play. But uh, hopefully these two guys will be able to uh, make us not last place. Do you know anything about the tournament, like what type of play it is? No, I have no idea. No, okay. Because I don't care. I'm not, I don't golf. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah. No, I mean, that wasn't me being... Nasty. I just I, I didn't read it. I haven't golfed in years. Like 20, I went with Tyler, years. and he never invited me out again. So I'm guessing I'm not good. <laughs> he used to bug me all the time to go, and then I was like, fine. I was like, fine, fine. One Saturday morning we'll go. Well, I there, was drunk by the ninth. There's hole. a thing that I think people who move here assume that everybody plays golf because it's one of the top destinations for golf yeah, in huge. the country. All of the like they're like the top five best courses in the country. If, like. Three of them are here. I yeah, think. Kiowa, the Ocean Course is has yeah, been the ocean part course, of the PGA the Tour and other stuff. Peregrine or whatever, or the Osprey mm-hmm. or whatever. There's another course named after a bird. It's over there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. I think it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to making content. I'm just looking forward to. I'm looking forward to a day off during the week. Yeah, that's cool too. That's it. That's yeah. what I'm looking. I already took off Friday because next week is my wife and I's anniversary, and we're. Going out of town like you guys are this weekend, so I get I'd forgotten about the golf tournament being the day before, so yeah. I get an extra day off. Plus, Monday's a holiday. Wonder if I could take Friday off. Never know. Yeah, I don't know. What am I doing next weekend? Oh, I'm doing the seaweed thing. Next. So no, I'll work for I'll work. Next oh, flyways. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. So okay, so we covered narwhal cement, walleye lead, killer deer, X rays, a fish, thirty three point nine one pounds. It's officially pumpkin spice latte season. This is episode 94. And uh, you could go to whiskeyandwhitehills.com, use code podcast, save 25%, excuse me, save 20% off everything in there. We also have a promo code barrel. It's free shipping right now. Can't use both. So figure out which one's figure it out. The most efficient. But we have our browning, fake browning bourbon shirt <laughs> yeah. in there um, for pre order. We're going to release the NASCAR shirt here soon. We got asked about it a few times at Bourbon Banks. That one, we're going to have to put it up, and then it it will get cease and desisted pretty fast. Probably. So once it's up, you're going to have to get it. Otherwise, it's gone, and we're not going to be able to sell it again. So, Nope. The Browning one, too. I'm surprised that we haven't gotten a letter yet. And here's the thing. If you're listening to this and you several of you have asked for or asked about Whiskey and Whitetail's merch, uh, these things are going to be done in limited quantities. Yeah pre-sales as often as we're able to do so that we don't have to hold on to inventory. So if you want to continue to see, um, yeah, we'll stop. I'm just going to shame. I'm shamelessly going to plug it. You guys got to buy it. Otherwise it's not worth it to us. I, 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 even though, you know, 
having five or 10 people wearing our hat is cool or a t-shirt is cool. It's not worth our time and the money and the effort and all the coordination it takes to get it out for, for 10 people. Yeah. We're doing this for you. The shirts are 20 bucks. I mean, yeah, if we, we were making a bunch of money on it, they would cost more than $20. Here's the thing. You guys asked us to do it. We've been saying no for over a year, over almost two years now, over two years. We've been saying, no, we're not going to do it. Yep. Enough people have asked that we finally said, you know what? We'll do a run. If nobody buys it, we're going to go right back to not doing it. And, and it's, I mean, it's, it's no skin too, off our it's back. It's too easy to not yeah. do it. So don't, don't make it, don't make it an easy decision. Like I'm not a graphic design person. So, you know, it, it, these shirts aren't free for us to design. So if I design them and no one buys them, you know, we're just, we're not going to design anymore. And if you're like, hey, that's not the kind of shirt I want, maybe tell us what you want. Those leather patch hats, they're $45. I mean, that's why we don't sell them. They don't have to be. It's just the quantity they want us to order. Yeah. To make it a price that, and we're is, not going to buy a thousand is, of them. Is reasonable to, to sell. sell. Yeah. So we'll continue to look for an option for that because we really would like to sell hats. Um, it's just it just takes some finagling. Yeah. So I think that's all I have, sir. Yeah. With that being said, everybody, I hope you had a, a great <clears throat> three day weekend, and thank you for listening to us chit chat. I think it was a pretty good episode. We covered a lot of stuff and <laughs> quack. <laughs> all right, I'm done. Bye.